Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're talking about the concept of a red herring. And in its modern context, a red herring is a term used to describe something that's intended to be misleading or distracting from the actual point or issue. It's more of a rhetorical device or a literary technique, often used in storytelling or discussions or real-life arguments, in order to divert attention away from the main topic. In an example about something serious, someone might bring up something completely unrelated so that they can shift the focus away from the main point. term itself, though, has a very interesting etymology tracing back to a literal practice involving smoked fish. Apparently, in 18th century Britain, red herrings were used in training hunting dogs. So the trainers would use those strong-smelling smoked and salted herring, which is a common type of fish, and that smoking process would turn it into a reddish color. Because that fish was particularly pungent and stinky, they would drag it along the ground, creating a scent trail for their dogs to follow while they trained them. And the goal was to train these dogs so they could follow specific scent trails. However, sometimes trainers would intentionally drag the red herring across the path to divert the dog's attention and test their ability to stay on track. The strong smell of that fish would lead them off their intended trail, which means over time, this term red herring transitioned from the literal use in dog training to a more metaphorical sense, representing anything that's intentionally used to divert attention from a real issue or to mislead someone. 
In debates or discussion, a red herring can be a logical fallacy, where someone introduces irrelevant information or a completely unrelated topic to divert attention from that main issue. But it's not just arguments this happens in. They do it very insidiously in politics and in media, paying attention to issues that are pointed to rather than the important issues we should be focusing on. But the first time I personally heard of a red herring was in a murder mystery show based on crime and mystery literature. In stories, a red herring is typically a false clue or a misleading piece of information that's introduced to confuse us as readers or investigators and divert us from the real solutions to the mystery. But in a more general context, red herrings can be used in an average conversation. This is why it's really important, especially when investigating something or arguing for something important, that we can stay focused and detect red herrings before they're able to distract us from the more important conversations at hand. Detecting a red herring requires careful observation and critical thinking skills, because you kind of have to notice that you're being red herringed in order to avoid following that trail. So no matter what the context is, make sure you're clear about the main topic or question that you're trying to answer. If someone introduces information that seems really unrelated or distracting, it might be a red herring. And this is not to say you can't investigate all clues, but it does mean that being clear about what your intended topic or discussion or question was can help you avoid any unnecessary investigation. And listen, I have ADHD. Staying on topic and on track does not come naturally to me. I love to follow the shiny object to the left. But understanding where the end game goes and what we're trying to accomplish can keep us from getting too distracted by intentional distractions. So question the relevance. Ask yourself if the information presented is directly related to this topic or if it is intended to be just another diversion. But here's where it gets tricky. Red herrings sometimes come in the form of emotionally charged statements or stories or anecdotes. So be cautious if the information being presented seems designed to elicit an emotional response rather than addressing this main issue logically. And don't be afraid to evaluate evidence or information provided. If it doesn't offer substantial support for a main argument or point, it might be a red herring. This doesn't mean you should be sus of anything that's irrelevant, but it does mean that there are intentional strategies to get us off topic. And if we're not careful or mindful, then they can be really effective. So consider the timing of information being introduced. If it only came up when things got really heated or when a difficult question is asked, consider why that might be. And by assessing the motives or the intent of a person introducing new information, you become better at identifying these red herrings before they become distractions. Another strategy is to check in with consistency. Check to see if that new information aligns with the overall context and the rest of the discussion. If it seems really out of place or inconsistent, it might be a red herring. So instead of chasing it down, seek clarification. Ask questions to have the person introducing the red herring bring it back to the main point. Because if they're unable to, it might expose their attempts at misdirection. And if they're able to, it could cut out a lot of investigatory work that you would have had to accomplish on your own. 
But this requires us to consider context so we can understand the broader context of the conversation or argument. That way we become more aware of any diversions that feel intentional and we can kind of focus on the facts. By sticking to the verifiable information, we are less likely to get distracted by the emotional anecdotal appeals rather than these objective facts. In general, though, especially in real life, red herrings can be subtle. And I find in standard arguments not to be a conscious plant, but more of an appeal to emotion so that people can get out of getting in trouble or being held accountable. So they just throw out these emotional appeals or these distractions in order to distract us for self-preservation. And because of that, it does make it a little harder to navigate and identify if we've never had any experience or awareness of the concept in general. Point is, there are a lot of strategies that individuals and groups can use to enhance our ability to avoid falling back into red herrings and maintaining a more productive and focused approach to discussions and decision-making and investigatory work. Because in general, having a sense of clarity and understanding can keep us from getting off track when someone comes sideways with a personal attack or some bullshit that was trying to distract us. And in my experience, any reference point that can help me stay focused on the task at hand so I can redirect conversation back to what we're trying to get to the point of is more than welcome. Because without that kind of reminder, I tend to stay unproductive and unfocused. Like a hound dog being trained to follow fish, I follow the stink. But by finding out that stink was just a distraction from the good stuff, it always leads to disappointment. So find ways to keep yourself on task and not distracted by the emotional, personal attacks that people try to throw out in order to distract you like a classic red herring would. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.